Hey ladies, the Beautiful Movement now has their summer box available for pre-sale. This means that you have the chance to sign up before these boxes sell out again. If you have not had the opportunity to get one of these boxes, grab your box today. These boxes are becoming so popular, they're actually selling out. The theme in this box is Walking with Jesus, a box that will help you grow deeper with God this summer. It's the perfect summer starter kit that you don't want to miss. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. Each week we talk about real life issues that you're facing and how to overcome them in a way that stays true to who God created you to be. I'm your host, Jamie Kirshner, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. All right, ladies, this week we are on part two of an episode that we are doing with Lee McKenzie. But before we get started, I have a special announcement for you at the end of this podcast episode. So be sure to tune in to the very end so that you don't miss out on what's coming up next. All right, so now part two of the episode on the power of your no. Now, this may be a little bit more of a sensitive topic because we're talking about the integrity of your no when it comes to authority figures or even the guys that you like or the guys that you are dating. So parents, if you are listening into this episode, I want you to know that beforehand, there is nothing bad or inappropriate in this episode, but it is a little bit more sensitive in topic. All right, now to the episode. Start learning your no's now and where you stand and what is your integrity and your no. How long will you let something slide or how long will you let your no be ignored? Like there's a point of, we've got to figure out, is your no a no and is your yes a yes? And I know that in scripture, Paul talks about this in second Corinthians one, it says in 18, as surely as God is faithful, our message to you is not yes and no. For the son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by us, by me and Silas and Timothy, his buddies. It was not yes and no, but in him, it has always been yes. For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. And so the idea behind this, he goes on to say is God is who makes us both you and us stand firm in Christ because we have been anointed. We have a seal of ownership on us and he has put a spirit in our hearts as that deposit guaranteeing what is to come. Stand firm. We hear it again in Ephesians 6. Stand firm. On that day, when the trouble comes, you will stand. And so will you stand in the right spot or will you stand in the wrong spot? Stand firm on the things that matter. If your yes is a yes, make it a yes. Everyone should know around you that you are not like going waffle, waffle. I don't know what I'm going to do. And it's hard. I know it's hard as a teenager. You're trying to like just figure out who's your friend right now, who you can trust. And it's a tough space to be in. But I also think about like when you ask a friend not to do something, do they just kind of ignore you? Do they roll over you? And do you let them? I know it's hard, but if I keep letting people bulldoze me or push me aside and ignore my no, then I don't know if I'm with the right people around me. The right people around me are going to be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I did not know that that bothered you. You didn't like that word. Or, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I didn't realize that was troublesome or that irritated you. That's almost the way of finding who are your actual friends. 
I have always told my kids, if it's too hard for you to say no, blame me. Blame me. Oh my gosh. I can't go out past curfew. My mom has 360. She'll see. I will be grounded forever. I will never be able to go out again. (laughs) Yeah. Blame me. Sometimes I feel like our students need to have a way out and under when the pressure gets really, really, really tight. And I just always tell my kids, I'm not a teenager's like, I'm not your friend's friend. I'm not the high school's friend. I'm a parent and I love you and you're my number one. And so if you need to make me the bad guy, I don't care. Let me help you as the parent. Let me help you as the grown up. Does that make sense, Jamie? It does. It does. And I have a friend who does this, something similar with her daughter. She has a special word that's just between her and her daughter. They don't, it's not a word that they use very often. Actually, I think the word is like elephant or something like that. But like if she texts her mom elephant, she knows that, okay, I'm coming to get you. First of all, you need to set boundaries to help yourself not get into those situations. But if you do find yourself in a situation, you know, it is good to have those backups like, hey, what can I do? And so I know some of you who are listening may not have parents who are that parent, but maybe you have a friend whose parents you can rely on. That's what I did Mm. when I was in high school. My parents were not the kind of parents who were there, (laughs) but I had a really good friend and her parents were more like parents to me than mine were. And so I was able to use them as that, that kind of backup parent, like, Hey, I could call them at any time and say, Hey, you know, I I need some help. I'm in trouble or, Mm -hmm. you know, this is going on and I don't want to be here. Can you come get me? And so I just encourage you make sure you have that backup plan, set those boundaries so you don't get yourself in rough situations. But then if you find yourself there, have the backup plan to get out of that situation. And I think that this, you know, even just using this podcast, thinking about how would you strategize? You know, what does that look like to strategize your exits? I love the idea because I didn't have a whole lot of support as a teenager either. So I'm trying my best to be the best support I can be as a mom for my kids. But it's like, yeah, I will be, you need a surrogate mom, call me. Here's my phone number. Mama Lee will be there and she will figure it out. We will figure it out together and the Lord will help us. Yeah. I feel like that that's a really, really, really good. That's great advice. We had the word eggplant. He'll say something like, are we having eggplant for dinner? My son, (laughs) eggplant for dinner. Eggplant. Um, I hate eggplant. Oh, that's the word. That's the word. Oh yeah. No, no. Where are you now? I think I need you to come home. Tell them that I need you to come home. I'm coming to get you now. So it was like, cause I'm kind of funny that way. And the fact that I just forget things, but so, yeah, I think that's great having that word that you can just text and go, are we having eggplant for dinner? And you know, mom hates it. So it's like, oh, that's right. Here's another thought. Cause I was thinking about exit strategies. Sometimes when you are in a circumstance and you had no idea that you were going to be in that circumstance. And occasionally it may be with a grown up. It may be with a coach or a teacher or an administrator or someone in authority, your boss, something like that. Because, you know, some of you will be getting jobs. When you have that gut instinct, when your spirit is screaming no, if you are walking down the street, I tell my daughter this now all the time in Chicago, if you are walking down the street and your spirit is screaming no, when somebody's coming at you down the street, you turn and you go into a store where there are people, you turn and you walk across the street. Also with grownups, and even if they are in a position of authority, if your heart is screaming like, there's something not right about this, 
and there's a hallway you're walking down or there's an office you got to go to and no one else is there, I would say, listen to your no and say, I got to go. My mom's waiting for me. I got to go. I'm supposed to pick up somebody. No, I'm so sorry. Can't do it now. Thanks so much for asking. You know, and that's being firm, but being nice. No. Oh, thanks so much. I just can't do it now. Got to go. That was never even in my arsenal as a teenager or a 20 or a 30 year old. It just never occurred to me that I would be allowed to say no to somebody in authority. And so I think that it's important for us to say, you have the right to say no to a grown up if it doesn't seem right to you, or you bring a third party, like you bring your friend along. We're huge fans of three people in the room, right? You know, you and a friend and whoever else is there. There's three points of accountability. And so if something happens, then you know, oh, okay, got it. As long as the third person in the room is your person and not the other person's person. So that's another thing I think about, you know, Jenny's out there. I'm like, hey, Jenny, why don't you come on back with it? And they can come with us. And you will also find it's very interesting, particularly with predatory groomers or people who are like dancing on the edge of evil, their response to your no will be very telling. If their response to your no is anger, if their response to your no, and I'm not talking like clean the clean the machine over here and you go, no, I'm talking like when your heart, when it's like something that you know is not going to be okay. If they get angry that you won't go with them someplace, or if they won't leave you alone, they want to give you a ride home. If they're insistent, if they're demanding, if they are casualing and they keep like trying to wear you down, that is an indication that they are not up to any good. And that's scary. I know to actually even say this, but I know it's happened so many times. It happens every day. And we want to be trusting and we want to be liked and we want to be appreciated. But when your soul is screaming and you're like, this is probably not a good answer, turn and walk away, run, run in the other direction. It does not matter if it hurts their feelings, oops. Because if somebody was like being honest about it, it wouldn't hurt their feelings. They'd be like, oh, okay. I just, just thought I'd offer if you wanted a ride, I'd give you a ride. But yeah, I, and we never get into cars like mono a mono with men. Like Bella's not allowed to like drive in a car with a dude by herself having that kind of safety gaps and the, and the backups, just awareness. I was going to share too, that what you just shared also goes with the guys that maybe you're dating or the, that oh, you like, okay. because sometimes they try to even be persuasive and quote unquote sweet about it, but they are insistent, like you were saying, and they're, they're not listening to your no. And I had that happen to me too, as a teenager, and it does not lead to very good places if you cannot say no. Yeah. And I realized just now, as you said that, it, you know, I didn't address the whole boyfriend, girlfriend kind of thing. And I mean, here's the thing. You got to be yoked equally. I mean, if you're going to be dating, if you are not equally yoked with another believer, that means you're not on the same playing field. And if you're not on the same playing field, then the rules do not apply. You know, then you're playing by a whole nother set of rules that you may not be prepared to play by. The people that we start getting intimate with, like with our emotions, that's the very first step, particularly for girls, right? We are, we're emotion driven. We want to be heard. We want to be seen. Do not give up your integrity 
You are holy and dearly loved. You are precious in the kingdom. And a lot of women, a lot of young women will settle for something they never really ever wanted just to feel wanted and loved. Be careful. What will it cost you in the end to be listened to by this guy? What will it cost you in the end to feel emotionally close when he wants to be physically close? Very true. And I also, that's why I encourage you when it comes to dating, date and groups. If you're at that age where your parents say that you can date, it's not a solo thing. My pastor always says you cannot win from a losing position. And when we put ourselves in losing positions, then we cannot win. We can't. To give yourself appropriate boundaries, to respect yourself enough to say no is probably one of the most valuable things that you can give yourself and the kingdom of God. We teach people how to treat us. And I think that's one of the most difficult things to understand. But if you teach them that it's okay to run you over and to ignore what you've asked and you just keep on going with it, they will. And if you teach them, "Uh uh-uh, hands off, Uh uh-uh, you can't talk like that to me. If you have a boyfriend who's being verbally abusive, calling your names, or if you're watching your friend with a guy and he's calling her names, there is a point at which we can lovingly go to that sister and go, darling, you know you are precious and dearly loved. Why do you let him say that to you? You should not be called those words. He shouldn't treat you like that. And my dog agrees. Here's the other part of it is that they think they've said yes to something. They agreed to something. It's like when you agreed to do something, but you didn't know that the stage changed. Because sometimes people will be like, you know, hey, we're going to go do this. And you're like, okay, that's I think that's all right. And you think as you're walking in, you're like, okay, great. And you're standing on the stage. And then all of a sudden the stage starts to tilt. And you realize that you are no longer on a stage, but you are in a haunted house that is tilting and doing all sorts of stuff. And you're going to say to yourself, but I said, I, I, I said yes to this. You can say no at any time and walk out. You don't have to stay with a yes if the tables turn. You do not have to stay with your yes because you feel obligated that your yes is a yes and a no is a no. Do not let the enemy turn that scripture on you like that because he will. You can say no because the circumstances changed. And you don't even have to make the explanation, by the way. Don't get caught in the conversation. You can turn around and go, hey, guys not working for me. I got to go. See you later. And do not give an excuse. Do not give reasons. You don't, you don't owe reasons. If your soul is screaming, no, if you know that you are in a space, you turn around and you walk back out. And I know for me, that is like, why didn't somebody ever tell me that? Absolutely. And you know, a lot of those people are used to people just giving into them. So they may not like that you turn around and walk away, but you know what? You've got to, you've got to protect you. You know, you obviously you have God's protection, but part of that protection is you doing the right thing also, because he can't protect you. If you say, okay, I'm going to give in. He can't protect you because you're pushing him away. I mean, listen to, listen to that still small voice. And there may be consequences, lots of consequences 
for, you know, you stepped in here and now you're like, uh, this is not going to be good. But take the consequences of stepping out and walking back up into the light. It's way better than continuing down into the abyss that could be actually quite tragic for you, for others around you. And that's the thing I'm like, I feel like I want to give appropriate caution and thought to is that you don't have to keep saying yes. You can stop and say no at any time. Yes. So, so true. And ladies, I know that this was a little bit more of a sensitive topic. However, this is something that I see as somebody who's been in youth ministry for over 20 years. And as a life coach, I see this happening to so many teen girls, Christian teen girls. And so I just want you to know that we just care about you so much. And that's why we're bringing these messages to you that sometimes are a little bit more sensitive. All right. So as we say every single week, I want you to repeat after me and I want you to really believe it with all your heart. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, real quick, I told you that there was an awesome announcement. So here it is. I've had several of you that have gotten on calls with me with your parents, and maybe you really wanted to do life coaching, but it just wasn't in the budget. Well, now it is. I now have a program that is very cost effective. For just $34 a month, you can get life coaching. So what is this? This is our coaching community group called SOAR. It is a fun, encouraging, and safe social media alternative. It is not connected to any social media platform at all. It is on my personal website, and it is highly monitored. This is a place where you can come in, feel safe, and meet other teen girls just like you who love God and want to make a difference for Him. Now this is a coaching community. So once a week, you're going to get coaching videos. Also, once a month, we will do a live coaching slash question and answer session. And on top of that, every several months, we have what's called Soar Night. Soar Night is just a fun time just to hang out, relax, get to know each other a little bit better, and play some pretty funny games. But it's really all about making those connections with the other girls who love God and are going after him with all their heart. All right, ladies, if you are interested in the SOAR coaching community, here's what I need you to do. First of all, I need you to go tell your parents and say, hey, mom, dad, coach Jamie now has a coaching program. And then I want you to tell them why you are so excited about being part of this coaching community. Then the next step that I need you to do is with your parents, go into the Uncommon Teen app. You can download that at uncommonteenapp.com and click on the tab that says Let's Chat. Or if you don't have the app, you can go onto the website www.uncommonteen.com and click on the tab there that says Let's Chat. Now, I do need to get on a phone call with you before you can be a part of this coaching program. And here is the reason why. I don't know if you know this or not, but there are some creepy people out there, and I want to make sure they stay far away from this coaching community. And then two, it also gives you and your parents a chance to get to know me and for me to get to know you. All right, ladies, I hope that you have an incredible week. 
and we'll see you back here next time. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know how incredibly loved by God that you really are. Repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, I would love to personally invite you to join us this July 19th and 20th for Uncommon Teen Live 2024. Woohoo! Being a teen girl today is tough. Being a Christian teen girl today is even more challenging. But God has given you everything you need to not just survive this crazy world, but to soar. At this year's conference, we're going to be talking about how to become free from anything that is holding you back from being all that it is that God has created you to be. And for those of you who have not been to Uncommon Teen Live before, you get to be a part of our live Ask Me Anything session. Ladies, throughout the whole conference, I have a box set up where you can ask your questions. And then on Saturday, the second day of the conference, we set aside a special session just to answer as many questions as we possibly can. And ladies, I would love to invite you to be a part of our live podcast recording at the conference venue itself. Ladies, last year we tried this and I don't know what happened, but the recording disappeared. This year it's not happening. We are going to record live and in person at Uncommenting Live, and I would love for you all to be a part of this episode. So if you have not gotten your tickets yet, head on over to Uncommenting Live, grab your tickets today. And real quick, I just want to say thank you to those of you who prayed for us about our venue. After a couple of venues fell through for Uncommenting Live, I knew that God was going to do something big, and He really was. He was working behind the scenes even when we didn't see it. We found a venue that is amazing. The owners are amazing. They love the heart behind Uncommon Teen. I'm so excited because there's something even better that I want to share with you, but I can't share with you yet. Ah. (laughs) So stay tuned because I've got some really awesome news about this conference that you're going to love. So I just want to say again, thank you so much for your prayers. Know that they are heard, that God listens to you, and I'm just excited. Continue to pray over this event. God is going to do something miraculous, and I am so excited to get to be a part of it. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time.